Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories. I'm just telling everybody right now. Everybody wants to read. Everybody wants to give everybody else glory. What about your glory? It's time you start writing your own success story. Now, you can be motivated by the success. Don't get me wrong. Good books are good books. They can give you hints and give you pathways, but it's their story. Remember that. And they can offer you that direction, but you need a direction for your own self to set your own goals, to make your own level of committed effort. And that's what I do on Money Making Conversation. I bring you interviews. In other words, I can't mentor everybody, but what I can do is provide you with information from celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and what I like to call industry decision makers. My next guest is an industry decision maker. He's an entrepreneur and he's a celebrity. He is a celebrity. In his industry, Oluinjo Shala. Uh, he was born and raised in West Africa. Growing up, he shared an eight by ten room with his mother and seven siblings. Now, he's the founder of CEO of Alafia. Proceeds from the Alafia beauty and grooming products are returned to communities in West Africa to fund community empowerment and gender equality initiatives such as maternal health care, education, reforestation, and regenerative, regenerative agriculture. We were discussing overcoming the odds, something I'm very familiar with in America. So it happens everywhere. Stereotyping in business, something that we deal with in America as well, and his female-centric business model. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation. Oluwenjo Shala. Thank you. Thank now, you. Let's let's get the name right. Did I did I come close, Shala? I, I got Shala down. You, you're both sixty, so you got passing grade. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my brother. I know I got Shala right. I know I got that yes, down. Yes, You said Rashad. Do not. So I, I do, that one. Uh, You've been practicing that for a little while. Absolutely. So, so tell me, man. You know, the, you know, we always deal with stereotypes. You know, uh, you know, uh, uh, since I've been uh, in this business, uh, you know, and because I want to start to the truth to talk to the journey, because you've had to battle stereotypes. You know, uh, you know, a lot of people said negative things about people from Africa, uh, scam artists. Uh, you know, shouldn't trust them. I always got some up their sleeve. And then, you, but you want to be a businessman. And so you're trying to convince the same people who have these stereotypes. And I'm not just talking about white people. I'm talking about people of my color had these same stereotypes. How did you start breaking down those walls before people understood your story? You know, the, th th thank you. Uh, it, it was, it, the walls is, you have to have understanding that walls takes time right. uh, to break. However, you cannot let anybody uh, guard uh, your wall. Mm -hmm. You have to take those down immediately. I think for me, it was uh, being very clear on what has been offered. And what I mean is that when, I, I, when we first started, when I approached retailers, I, I was coming from a place of these are what you need. Mm -hmm. It's not about what Africa needs. These right. are what America needs. And that's a very different approach uh, because for, for, for a long time, we're viewed as beggars and needing. 
uh, as opposed to be viewed as those that can contribute to overall humanity around the world from civilizations uh, and even to today. So mm -hmm. that, that fundamental that's important because it's psychological. When you psychologically understand what you're offering to the world and what you can offer to America, I think people pay attention. Uh, and also when you're very clear what are you going to engage your own community with, right? Because you're facing a community here in America, but how do you engage your own community? When those two things are very clear, I think it, it becomes a, a little bit easier to break those walls. Well, you know, it's interesting when you look at my life, you know, I've been a, uh, I've been a Negro. I've been recognized as a black person and then an African-American. And so, so that's a name journey that I've been involved in. And African-American ties me back to where I've come from which I feel blessed to be able to have a place that I came from because when you come over on a ship and you're, you're, and you're based on slavery, you got to have a real root because slavery is not a root. It's not a base. And, and I have to say this, what impact do you feel that having that, that base? Cause you have a home, you know, you have a recognizable home. Talk to us about That's that. That's right. You know, the, um, the basis is uh, fundamental. Uh, and because essentially, if you look at what I'm doing, is really sharing that base with the world, right? That because I have a base, I'm able to say culturally, this is what we have to offer, and culturally, this is the knowledge that we have. And by sharing that with you, you can be healthier. So I think it is a multi-magnitude level when you do have a base. And, and that's something I'm quite grateful for, uh, to have that base. Beauty and grooming. You can't go wrong with that. You know, everybody wants to look good, especially in the African-American community. Um, I have six sisters, so I know a little bit of thing about watching women look good and groom themselves on a regular basis. But I used to watch my mom in the kitchen pull out that hot iron and I don't know if it was a, I don't know if it was a pain, a, a walk of pain for my sisters, but guess what? They experienced it, put that dye in their hair and burn half the hair out. And, you know, and so, but that was the price that black women paid to look good. And then you come along with products that are, I, I like to say female friendly from a stand of, mm -hmm. of, of how you care for one another. What yes. led you down that path of, of, of beauty and grooming? It, uh, it wasn't a matter of, uh, of a choice, and you know, this is really what is important to understand about Latvia. Right? These are vehicle for equality, is a vehicle for justice, and so when you are set up your life to fight for equality, you have to use the tools that you have, and, and that can give you the maximum mm -hmm. return. In this case, uh, for for me, is understanding that we have shea butter, and we know how to make shea butter, and shea butter is used in the personal care. Mm -hmm. and so it, it was it, it was a logical path to to take. Now, Alafia, what is shea butter? I, I'm gonna ask you that. I, I see it a lot, and I have it in my house. What? Where did it come from? And who? What you know? What magic rock did it? Did somebody discover? Because shea butter is taking over the world, man. Come on, Charlotte, that, talk to me, brother. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you know the. Uh, Here's the thing: the the the, the shea butter, as as we know it, uh, we need to go back to shea trees. Right. Those indigenous trees that can only be found in the savanna of West Africa. Right. And as the time can remember, for t tens of thousands of years, that's what the people of West Africa use, either for cooking, uh, for the hair, for the body, you name it. 
so these is really intertwined with, uh, with our way of presenting beauty and, and, and culture. But, you know, the sheer butter that you do see around the world today, as you would know, African resources don't benefit Africa or African descent. So, yes, sheer butter is everywhere in the world. Uh, but it, it, what we're trying to do is to engage uh, with the communities in a way that it provides an indirect economic benefit. And obviously, as you mentioned, as we started to contribute back to the community. Right. But what is the shea butter itself? Uh, mm-hmm. In this case, I want to talk about unrefined shea butter mm-hmm. because the majority of the shea butters uh, that you see in the marketplace go to a refined process that does not have all the healing properties that should. Right. Uh, so shea butter, it is a, it is, is a fact, essentially, uh, from a shea tree. And it really is a very unique type of fact uh, because, see, when you have, you're exposed to harsh environment uh, or direct sunlight, you need to be able to protect the layers of your skin. And shea butter is known throughout history to be one of those protectors. Mm. Now, the reason I bring that up because, you know, when you see something that, you know, start to dominate the store, start to dominate the, the, the beauty line, the talk of conversation, just like black soap is a dominant uh, force in grooming now. How did these two become such a major player or a game changer? I like, let's use the word game changer. Yes. In beauty and grooming, not only for women, but also for men, because I use the black soap. Yes. You know, I, I, I think uh, it really goes back to the bigger change that's happening around, uh, around us in the world. Uh, and here we're talking about America. We're talking about health. Right. But if, if you look at the revolution of our organic movement uh, and people wanting healthy product, I really think it's correlated and linked to these. And when you see there are very many ingredients in the world, uh, like a shea butter, right. that have all the various healing properties in just in one thing that could do all these different things that's come from an ultra-natural source. And the shea trees are wild. It can't be any more natural than that. Right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to fertilize them. You don't have to water them. You don't have to put the chemicals on them. So I think it's really correlated to the fact that the people around the world today uh, want to be have healthier options, and and then it happened that the shea butter is of a, of a natural source uh, is giving that that attention. Um, but I do think though, uh, while we see a loss of shea butter and and it, and it is in the dominant uh, places, we really should be having the conversation how these fundamental African based ingredient is empowering the people of Africa African descent. Now, with that being said, because part of your, uh, I guess, uh, narrative or initiative of your company mandate is giving back. It's about being reforestation, talking about maternal health care, which we all know, even in America, that's a major need. So I want to go to each one of them separately so we can discuss it and have a, an extended conversation. I want to blow up because yes. let's talk about first, which I think is important, is maternal health care. Because yes. a lot of people take for granted, you know, because they see a child being born, but a lot of children aren't brought, aren't, don't go full term. And and the situations lead to a lot of sadness and also can lead to suicides, depending on that situation. So let's talk about the maternal health care and your company's initiative, especially when it comes to gender equality, gender equality. Thank you. Um, I mean, life in in general uh, requires uh, us to be devoted to the 
for the well-being of bringing a child to this world. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, when we start the conversation, we talk about uh, the way in which I was brought up with seven, seven siblings uh, in a very small space. Uh, when you grew up in that kind of poverty, what you witness is women dying, giving birth. I, I lost sisters myself uh, when, when they trying to bring life to this earth. Mm -hmm. So it, it's something that's really personal to me. And uh, become an adult and having a life here, uh, it just makes sense for my heart that Lafayette needs to be devoted in contrib contributing to reducing the unnecessary death of a woman by trying to bring life. Right. But there's something even more, even more fundamental or equally important uh, that has to do with economics. Right. We, when we talk about gender equality, I'm really talking about economic equality uh, for our women. And, and what that means to me is that if we do not uh, invest in maternal health and we lose the mothers, what happened is that the child, the older child, is likely to drop out of school. Mm. The young girl is likely to drop out of school. So for, and, and when we continue to have just a high dropout rate, the cycle of poverty never breaks. Right. And the poverty continue, the more the poverty continues, the more inequality or gender inequality continue. So for me, in order to break that cycle, we need the mothers to, to be alive so that the children can continue to go to school. So the, to answer that question, one is just a, a moral thing to do. Uh, one in 16 women today in, in sub-Saharan Africa well, would die trying to bring life to the earth. And the second part is, is a part of the long-term um, uh, process of breaking the cycle of poverty by uh, investing uh, so that our women can be there and, and our children to continue going to school. Yeah, Mr. Charlotte, the reason I wanted to transition, start with that, because we used the word consistently in your first conversation with maternal health care, the word poverty. And poverty is always tied, I think, a lot to education. And that's because right. if you don't give a shot, if you don't have a clear understanding of your opportunity, that's what education gives you. I always tell people, you know, education is why you and I are having this conversation. You know, I come from the right. city. Uh, I come from a, you know, my father was a truck driver, my third grade education. My mom graduated from high school, six sisters, two brothers. You know, so all those elements without education means I may not be here. So education That's gave right. me a foothold to be able to have a conversation through opportunity. An opportunity gives That's me right. a chance to set goals. You set goals, then you become a person who can commit it to an effort, a plan of action. We're trying to get that. Right. So That's when I right. saw education, I really was excited because I went, he gets it. He gets it because yes. you can give people a money to, for food. You give people money for housing. But if you don't really understand that education can, if you give it to them, education, they can buy their food, they can supply their own housing. And so, <laughs> so let's talk That's about always a, It's a dignity, right? That mm -hmm. nobody wants a handout. Right. Uh, but, but we can give a hand to each other. And mm -hmm. an education uh, opportunity is a form of giving hand so that a person can stand. So, and I think dignity is very important uh, as, as a human being, how we view ourselves and how we conduct ourselves and how we go through life. Let me ask you this, sir. You know, stereotype, because we started out in the beginning. And I'm going to just be honest yes. with you. I, I spent uh, probably a month in uh, Durban, South Africa. Yes. yes. And uh, Steve Harvey and I went over to the broadcast. And I swear to you, I didn't have a clue on where we could possibly broadcast. Because in my mind, based on information that's been given me, there was not a modern city in Africa. Period. Stereotypes. 
And when I and and when I landed, I was ashamed of my lack of education. I, I landed in South Africa. I saw these beautiful black people. Then we drove down to Durban. It, was, it looked like I was landing in Atlanta, Georgia. It looked yes. like I was living in Atlanta, Georgia. But I have, that, yes. You no, know, doesn't that anger you? The stereotypes, the blind information that is being distributed, and I have to say, propaganda. But clearly, um, you know, it not, it's more than anger um, because what it does is it doesn't uh, allow for the world to to truly appreciate um, who we are. Right. Uh, and and I think uh, it's by design. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's a it's a process that is not new to you. It's divide and conquer, and you can divide when you can divide the mind and pollute the mind, uh, then you can conquer the people. Uh, and the conquering of the people today is not like uh, you, you have to necessarily put them in chain. It's just about their mind. Mm -hmm. uh, and and I, and I think uh, what it, that also does it continue to lead to these way of taking resources cheaply from Africa uh, because, well, they don't really need it. We need it. So they, I think there's, there's a reason behind it. It's not by accident. But when you understand that, um, and, and, it, and for me, is to try to break it. You start to talk about a wall. You mm -hmm. have to break them down. You have to engage directly uh, with, with, uh, with the world. You have to engage directly with the global market. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, because I want to always like to have honest conversations with my interviews that I have because it's an education for me. And I remember when I went down to Durban, you know, I was down there. I, I, I found myself looking for property to buy. I was so in love, so enamored. And so and my wife said, calm down, calm down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know when you're going to go back. It's OK. You can have two homes. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's like, you know, it's like opening up a gift, you know, and you don't know what's yeah. inside the gift. When you pull it out, you go, yes. you want to keep looking yes. inside for more of that gift. And that was my experience. And so when I hear things like reforestation, that means that you're concerned about, you know, how your country looks and how if you don't take care of it, guess what? It becomes a desert. And so talk about the, the agriculture, the importance of that. And because all this ties back to the bigger plan of what you're doing with your brand. And I want to support it. I want to promote it because of the fact that it Thank goes you. about changing through education, changing and removing a, a, a poverty culture from people and also letting them understand they got to take care of where they live. They got to take care of your house. It's like, you know what I'm saying, Mr. Child, if you go in your house and you leave the doors wide open, somebody going to come in and steal. It's just they're going to come in and steal. Myself. They're going to steal. And so same thing with your country. You don't take care of your country. You don't take care of your forest. You don't replenish your, the ground that you want food to come out of. Guess what? Yep. It's going to die. And that's that has to be a passion for you that's really emotionally leads you every day down your path of what you want to do with your brain. Definitely. You know, the, because in order to achieve these, uh, this mission, uh, and this really is a mission of self-respect and respect to people, uh, you, you have to have a comprehensive approach. Mm -hmm. You can't simply just do maternal care uh, or you can't simply build schools and not think about uh, your environment. Right. But I think it really goes down to, again, about poverty, uh, right? We, today, uh, when, when I first came to the state, people would say, we come from a jungle. And 
And, and the fact is that we used to have a lot of trees, we used to have a lot of jungles, but lots of it have been mowed down. Yes. And what we do know now is that when you cut, it, you, you cut all those trees down, then the topsoil gets washed away with uh, what's called erosion. Yes, sir. And when you have uh, uh, so much erosion, you lose all the nutrients from the topsoil. And when you lose all the nutrients, the topsoil gets washed away, you increase in ability inability to grow food. And when you don't have food, what happened? It leads to farming. And when you're hungry, you can't learn. You can't go to school. You can't. So the, the, the environment and planting trees for Alafia is fundamental uh, way that I, I, we feel that in indirect way, that leads to reduction of poverty. You know, it's really, uh, first of all, hopefully you're enjoying the conversation here because it's, a, it's about uh, my view and my unique experience of going to a, a country, being called an African-American and being recognized as a, a leader in this country, but also being, I have to acknowledge a high level of ignorance. And so, you know, when, you, when you're trying to get financing for your business, did you run into stereotypes there? Well, it, 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 I think that's a common place, right? The, it, which is unfortunate. Uh, because people like us and yourself, mm -hmm. uh, you, we, uh, when you we grew up in the way we grew up, mm -hmm. you're not going to go to daddy or mommy and say, uh, can you give me money to start this? Right? You, right. you by, the, the, by the minute that you can put your own belt on, you mm -hmm. have, you're taking care of the dad and mom. Mm -hmm. right? So you are on your own. And when you're on your own and you can't give money from family, which uh, many people do when they start business, uh, and on top of it, being a black man, right? Uh, so it is uh, the mountain is high, but again, you can climb it. You have to try. You have to. You have to give it all you got. And and uh, we we were turned down many times to the point where I stand in the bank and I said I won't go home. I was surprised I wasn't arrested. Right. That I these uh, I need to get this loan, and I believe this loan will help American and it will help my community, so I can start this social enterprise. Mm -hmm. You don't you don't give up. Uh, but you know what I also learned very quickly is that people in America is not going to give you uh, what you need. Uh, and we, we did end up uh, getting a small loan after so much per perseverance. But what I did to this day is to walk around the clock. Let, let my sweat uh, become that, that money and generate the funds uh, as we as we grow. But right. we all also know that without uh, as, as, uh, capital, it's mm -hmm. diff difficult to grow at the rate that you need to grow. Absolutely. You know, it's really interesting because I always tell people there are 24 hours in a day, learn to take advantage of each hour. And that seems to be the principle that you run your career. Because it was a question that was sent over to me, said, what advice would you give someone wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? And I, I, I saw that commercial. I'd say, there's nothing similar to yours. You know, you know, you're a philanthropist, you're a businessman, you're, you, you, you care, you, uh, you, you remember. You uh you you feel you you feel pain you know and I and I say yes. that I feel that I say that because it's really interesting when people look at successful people and I consider you a successful person. And, Thank you, and I'm I'm quite blessed. I'm grateful. You know, in in that, in that blessing process, it it lends itself to go. How can I do more? And you know, you can only That's do so right. much. You know what I'm saying? And and also when you fight stereotypes, you fight ignorance, you fight impoverished conditions that you can't change. You cry generational ignorance, generational poverty. You know. And so when I hear that question, 
your career isn't similar because you're unique and unique because you. the fact that you want to create change. Because a lot of people just walk away. They go, hey, man, that's where I used to live. You know what I'm saying? You're not saying that. You're saying, look, no. I used to live there and I still go back there and I want to build up. I want to grab as many as I can. You know, that that old, that old you said that painting where somebody leans down with their hand to pull another brother up. You know, that's, that's right. What, 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 what created that drive in you like that, sir, Mr. Charla? You know, I, uh, I was thinking really come from uh, my mother. Mm -hmm. uh, she, she was an indentured servant in neighboring country. And and she she lost both of her parents uh, when she was still a baby. So mm -hmm. she 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 worked in exchange for food her whole life and ended up uh, having us and uh, having eight of us and never want to be alone again. But one thing that she she made sure that we know once is to is to work hard, but above all is to be humble and serving. Uh, she felt that was how she survived, and that's how we need. Those are the manners that we need to engage with. Uh, and and she she also helped us understand the injustice even in our small community or village. So mm -hmm. I think for me, I, I at very early on, I I have come to somehow believe on uh, on duties and more responsibility as an individual. Uh, and 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 when you have a more responsibility, that creates a drive because you got to do something with that responsibility, and especially when it's moral. Wow. You know, I know that, um, you know, we're just human, sir. That's all. We're human. And sometimes being human is, is also can be a, a negative. There's no, we have no godlike powers. <laughs> you know, we, we can't snap our fingers. We can't wish we're not genies. But in the process of building your company and building your brand, you can make a difference. And, and if you say, Rashawn, one thing... It, it, because you, because we list a lot of things. We talk about maternal health. We talk about education, reforestation. We talk about gender uh, equality initiative. What pops out at the top of that list? If you said, Rashawn, I really want to focus on this. What, 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 what popped out? Is it education? Is it the maternal <laughs> health care? You know, I, I will, I will actually uh, think that is uh, economics. Mm -hmm. And and uh, what I mean by economics. Yeah, because it's, it's having to me, and I'm looking at uh, from home, right? When I look from home, 70% of our communities in West Africa today are the way I grew up, in a rural community. And we, we have two things. We have knowledge and, and we have resources. So economic to me is like, how do we put those two together and in and, and, and a moral process and share with the world? Because that process does many things. One, it gives us fund uh, for, for healthcare for ourselves. It gives us self-dignity because now we're able to trade our resources. We don't just give them away. And above all, it allows us to invest in our future, which we don't have right now. Right. So I think, I think everything else, in my view, falls under economics. But it needs to be economics that have a level of morality that's incorporated economics itself in terms of capitalism that we see today. Nothing's wrong for making money, but making money recklessly and, and, and destroying the people, uh, way of life, cultures, and above all, the environment is not the way to go in the future when we have 8 billion people on earth. Uh, and to me, it, it had to imply a sense of morality and, and still uh, be, be a, a capitalist uh, process. 
Well, you know, the uh, when we, we 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 as we go through this conversation, talking about your brand, talk about you. I know this is not. First of all, I'm gonna just tell you this: this is not the only time we're gonna talk. Secondly, I, I, my main concern here was that I just want to have a conversation with you, sir, about you. Thank you. I, I feel the same way. I, as soon as we turn the cameras off, uh, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna come to London. Uh, we know, I, because, I don't know why you drink, but uh, I, I can bring some stuff from home. You know, thank you. You know, the thing about it is that, you know, this is a man's man's conversation in the sense of, you. you know, I know where I came from and and I'm not bragging. I'm not bragging. You know, you, you don't brag from coming from impoverished situations. You don't brag from coming from situations that that didn't lend themselves to favorable outcomes. You brag when you come from Beverly Hills. You brag when you graduate from Yale. You brag when you you you're born with a spoon in your mouth. You brag when you when you the Queen Elizabeth is your is your grandmama. You know what I'm saying? That's what you brag about. But you can brag when you're willing to make a difference. Where you came from, and that's, that's right. all—that's my mandate. That's all I live for. And so, so when I was leaving your bio and I wanted to talk to you, my conversation was that your business got this interview, but the interview I wanted to talk about the man. And thank brother, you. You thank cannot you. change because you're an inspiration. Because you're breaking down barriers every day, and as you break down these barriers, it's important that people understand that that you don't have to do that. You can get in your car and not and, and, and be happy. That's you can, right. You can pay the taxes right. and not go back. And when you go back, you can floss. That's and, right. And end it all. But you don't want to floss. You want to. You want to yeah. care. But we. But we have to. You mm-hmm. know. The, uh, you start the conversation. Talk about the barrier and the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we and as you do, and we don't engage, what kind of if people before us didn't didn't engage. Uh, what is going to happen to our children's children? Because we know that we don't want them to live uh, and witness mm-hmm. what we witness. Mm-hmm. So I, I think again, it, uh, we, we, there's no there's no way around but to engage and to share and to share with uh, with respect. Mm-hmm. And I know the here's the interesting thing about um, streaming television. Mm-hmm. You know, streaming television, when I talk streaming, I talk about the Netflix, the Amazons, and the Apples. They have exposed us to the African culture from a television, from a filmmaking standpoint, and really allowed us to become more and more comfortable that they are just like us. And that's that's a blessing. And that's a blessing. A lot of people need to understand what I'm saying here. Because when you don't know, and and sometimes the media can control what you know. You know, and so that's why you walk around the United States to have they have Confederate statues up like they good because they don't tell you the story that they should never have been up. Okay, that's right. Especially around people who they were willing to enslave and maintain their slavery status. And so, so when I look at the the, Net, the, the Netflixes and the Amazons and all these streaming, I'm, I'm so happy because I myself personally, I, I see it breaking down walls of communication, entertainment. And uh, do you see that? Do you feel that as a blessing? You know, I, I do. Um, I, I, you know, because there's one thing that uh, I always talk about is how do we bring our communities uh, together, right? Uh, and, and 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 to me, what the, what Lafayette does and the product that Lafayette offer uh, is one way to do that. Right. But what we see today that we can, you know, and I even speak for myself, right? Mm-hmm. I can be in the West Africa and be able to do a video conference with mm-hmm. somebody in America is immediate. 
Mm-hmm. Right, where, where you don't have to rely on the on the, on, on the newspaper to print the story that's your story. You, right. you, you could have your own story. Um, so so I, I think that, that process, uh, um, it, 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 what is happening right now is a good thing, but we must also be very mindful um, that the way in which we're sharing, that the people who are sharing, at least from uh, in Africa, are representing the people. Uh, so that's something that we have to be we have to pay attention to. But as it is right now, I, I, I do agree. It is a is a way for us to begin to uh, peel the first layer. I would say there are many layers. At least peel the first layer. Well, first layer is this: you came on my show to talk about your product. Let's uh, tell us how we can get, we can reach it, how we can buy it, how we can uh, purchase it. How we can it. I want to tell you something. Uh, I don't see Alafia as just a product, right? Uh-huh. These, these are tools, right? uh, and I'll, I'll be more than grateful to talk to you about even bigger matters around all right. the world all day long. Uh, uh-huh. But uh, it, where you can't find the uh, Alafia product, uh, since you asked, um, we're quite fortunate. We uh-huh. have uh, our product available in Walmart. Right. Uh, we have a product available in Target, mm-hmm. uh, as well as uh, Whole Foods Market mm-hmm. around the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and pretty much any health food stores, that, that's where we are, is in health food stores. Uh, do carry our product as well. And of course, uh, on, uh, within our own website. Well, you know, I had to, I had to bring it up because I didn't want your PR people to be mad. He didn't even talk about the product. I don't know who's on that United Nations conversation. I don't know. We don't ever want to come on money making conversation again. Because you and I having a good time. But you know, PR they, they, people, you know, they book you. They supposed to. He didn't even ask for the website. He didn't ask no prices. What was that interview all about? We're never doing that show again. Hey, calm down. I love the guy. I love the guy. He's my man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you take care of everybody. You, you do. You take care of everybody. Well, I, I take care of people who are making a difference in this world. And I, I'm not saying I'm doing that, sir. I know that uh, uh, this, this is just a small show that represents my values and the people I've tried to bring on this show also represent the values of change, of opportunity, of success. And you're a beautiful person, man. Uh, you can't change. You. I'll be mad if you do. You know, I'll be the first person to fly to Washington and find you and say, what happened, brother? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can I can promise you to the last breath. Uh, this is my journey. This is a path that I've been grateful for to walk uh, in this current moment, and mm-hmm. and I would do it until 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 there's no more living. Uh, because you know, after 17 years, mm-hmm. uh, it has become very clear to me that these these are the right thing to do, uh, and and it's the right thing to do by my communities, and and I'm just uh, very very grateful that uh, I have the opportunity to serve a mission like this. Cool. I'm going to thank you for coming on Money Making Conversation. Please come back. Please come back. Send some, tell them to send me about fl- some flyers, some banners so I can put in my newsletter and my social thank media. You. So, so your PR thank people won't be mad at this, about this interview. Did you get anything out of this? Did you no, get anything they out of you know, and, and Before you let me go, I want to tell you too, uh, mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't stop either. Uh-huh. Right, Rashawn, you have to keep going too. Because right. we, 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 Alafia may make product and yes, invest sir. in the community. But people like you that want to have conversation and mm-hmm. and build the layers and bring our community together, mm-hmm. it's just it's just as critical. If, even if it's not more critical, so we uh, carry on forward as well. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for coming on Money Making Conversation. And again, you are my friend. I say that very sincerely. I say that uh, because uh, I can. Can I say this? I love you, brother. I love you. I love you too. And uh, thank, thank you, thank you for the opportunity to speak to you. Okay, cool. If you want to hear more Money Making Conversation interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com or my YouTube channel. 
I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host. <laughs>